The podcast you are about to listen to is explicit and may not be suitable for children. Some content may be triggering and graphic. These stories are real. And as we all know, real can sometimes be hard to look at. However, it is necessary for healing and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I am Lori. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit. And today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown of what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed, Lori, and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Lori, Ed, and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. During the third portion of the show, we're going to do a segment called Off the Rails. This is the funnier side of the podcast, where we talk about Lori's trippy dreams, top 10 lists, and all the weird and wild things we come up with along the way. So, how's everybody's week been going? I know you've been having a hard time with some stuff, Lori. Yeah, uh... As per the usual, <laughs> it's stuff that I've been having a hard time with for about 40 years, I think. But uh, <laughs> So that first 10 or 15 years was a good, right? <laughs> Maybe, I don't think so, but, you know, I think that's what built into these issues. Right, right, <laughs> absolutely. But, yeah, I, I have this real issue around, well, for one thing, I just got anxious just having Jason ask how he could support me. Right. So I, I just got anxious feeling. Right, because we had, we had started recording. Yeah. Um, and Lori was going to talk about what she's talking about right now, but she was having a hard time coming in. So we uh, had some recording issues, so we ended up having to redo it anyway. So now that's where we're coming in at. Is, yeah. Right. Is Lori's, like, we've... We asked her if we could support her <laughs> because she was having a hard time coming in with her, her piece here. Yeah. So. And I'm not used to that because I'm not used to letting people know that anything's going on with me. So for somebody to say, how can I support you, felt very, uh, I got anxiety. It's there. a strange question. You're yeah. You're not used to the question. You're yeah, I'm not right. used to the question because I'm not used to being honest about what is going on with Needing me. Needing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm having a hard time, I don't say I'm having a hard time. People say, how you doing? And I say, good, good, how are you? Right, <laughs> you right. Know? So I never really tell people the truth about myself ever. And I think that's pretty common. We're taught you know, that when you say, how are you doing to somebody, you want them to say good. Yeah. And then they say, good, how are you? And then you say, good. Right, because they and, don't really want to know. Yeah, and then you talk well, about Well, that's the thing son. is, when is it awkward, right? right. Yeah. And when is it not awkward? Right, exactly. Right. Like, if somebody says, hey, how's your day going? Oh, it's, you know, I'm having a really rough one. I almost killed myself ten minutes ago. <laughs> right? You right. know, I was just so obsessed with the fact that I didn't want to deal with this stuff anymore. Right. That I really, I, I 
I thought of a certain tree that would be really good to drive into. Right. But then when I got there, I chickened up. Yeah. Right. I mean, most How people, are you? Most people don't, right? <laughs> you know? I'd done that in in one of the other podcasts, yeah. you know, one of the other episodes, and I was like, well, I'm fine. I'm just working on this shit. That just get, you know, it's not, right. yeah. People, most people don't want to know. Yeah, and right. they would, you would horrify them if you told them the truth most oh, of God. the time. Oh, God. That's a thing. Yeah. If, if people knew what went on in my head, they'd look at me with shock and terror, I think. Well, you know? I, so this is something, like, I have noticed that that the more transparent, the more vulnerable in a lot of ways that I get. And, of course, you have to pick and choose, right? Right. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Pick and choose who you are. Yeah. Right. So, like, like when, when the when the clerk at the store says, how are you doing today, it's not the time to, to lay it down. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? right. Maybe it is. But, but walk what away and never see that guy again. But my coworker, you what know. What about the receptionist yeah. versus the person that you share the cubicle with? Right. Right. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you see the receptionist every day. Yeah. But do you really you, know them? Are you really like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and like, yeah. And when you're not being vulnerable with somebody in a way, you're being inauthentic. Right. Right. So then you got to deal with that, too. Yep. It's like, right. you know, well, what if I do say the truth? Then everybody's going to know I've been an imposter for the last 20 years. Well, yeah. that's it. That's yeah. the other piece to that is, you know, like all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, um, my coworker, for instance, thought that I was just this very, and, and for you guys who know me, you, you're going to laugh at this, but thought I was just this very laid back, amazingly calm individual. I totally get that. Right. I yeah. totally get that. Well, because you, you show that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because that's what I show up mellow. first, yeah. you know. But, you know, so like that personification, like yeah. you have all these people. Now, how do you be vulnerable with them? Because you've always just said you're fine. Right. And, and how will they react? Right. Absolutely. And I'm used to, like, my role in my family was, even though I was the youngest one, Yeah. everybody came to me with their need or or what was bothering them or, right. you know, how I could help them not get caught doing something. You know? so, <laughs> of course, because you never went to them. Right. <laughs> Obviously, so I just started so that you role. Have your shit together, right? You so, know, at five years old, ten years old, yeah, right. So exactly. that's that's just the role that you start playing, right? But like, and I, I used to see it with my mom too. That everybody would come and tell her stuff, and she never told anybody anything, right? And neither have I. So I watched it happen with her. I was kind of putting this role in my family, and I've just continued on with it. So. I am more than comfortable having you tell me all of your problems, and I am really uncomfortable ever sharing mine. Right. <laughs> so, like, if someone asks me how I'm doing really, I might give them a clip and then quickly want to move on. It's just this yeah, really no, weird place. Yeah, no, I totally get this, and I, I get the frustration of being the person that always has their shit together. Yeah. When mm. they don't. When, when you're you know a mess I mean? inside, yeah. And over years, you train people to not ask you how you're doing. Right. You know, or to not probe about how you're doing. Yeah. You know, to try to get beyond that layer. Yeah. Yeah. And you've trained them over all of these years to do that. Yeah. Then, when you do do it, <laughs> you're like blowing them out of the water. And they right, run from right? you, usually. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's yeah. in their minds, it's like, oh my God, something has finally happened to this person who can handle anything. Right. You know, what? Boom. What, they're right. not perfect anymore. Fuck them. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's that's the struggle. Yeah, it is. And 
I've talked about this off mic with, you know, the perception that you just don't care about anything. Yeah. Right. Nothing matters. Yeah. You know, it's, that you're tough. It's, you're just, you, you know, you can handle it. Yeah. Right. We perpetuate that as well as feel the lack of what we're doing for everybody else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't feel that being done for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really strange place to be. It's a mindfuck. It really is. And there have been times in my life where I did step out of the box and say, I'm having a hard time. And the people that I thought were my closest people that would be there for me literally did run. Yep. They yeah. ran like hell. And so then that puts you back in that space of That's saying it's not safe. That's been a very consistent experience right. for me. Yeah. It's, I'm too much. It's not yeah. safe. So, and I know it's safe with you guys, but I still get the anxiety, the trigger of anxiety, even though I know I am so safe here. Safer than with anybody yeah. else in the world, sadly. That's the truth. You know? Not, but this information but, is not just being shared in this room. Yeah, you it's know, going there, out. there is a fourth person here. Yeah, and that person is the podcast. Yeah, and that gets shared everywhere. Yeah, so there's a lot of vulnerability, absolutely. Yeah, in just talking about your difficulty with vulnerability. Yeah, and then what if one of my people that have run from me in the past yeah. hear some of this shit? Right. Um, and then there's always the how will they take it or right. what will they think. So it's really I trying to separate. Yeah, got to separate yourself from that. But yeah, I remember going through my divorce. The the girls next door, every single one of them said to me, you know, you have always been like the strong woman in our life. You are the strongest woman that we know. Like nothing can touch you. I and thought that's true, right? Wow, nothing can touch us. <laughs> right, right. Nothing can say, "Hey, how are you?" Right, right. And it's so true. Yeah, and it goes. It's the both ways. It's just the weirdest thing. And I thought to myself, "My God, I've never felt like I've never felt strong." Well, and I think that that I've always felt a mess. That is the misconception. And every once in a while, I see it like on social media where somebody will post a meme like, "Make sure to check in on your strong friends," because we don't like no one. People don't realize that on our ends, we don't feel strong. We're craving that same yeah. interaction that we give other people. Like yeah. you said, you know, Jason, yeah. it's, it's, we're, we're not getting it anywhere else. Yeah. And, and I don't know about you, but like, I know, you, you know, you talk about how other people, but for me, like, I am always afraid that when I go into things like that, I'm going to come off as dramatic. Whether I am actually dramatic or not. Like, what do you mean by dramatic? <clears throat> Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So like... Um, one of the the control dramas, one of the one of the things that I used to do to get attention that I needed was to be a poor me. You know, yeah. I'd be like, oh my god, my life is so this and and so that has stuck with me for a very long time. So that's my my biggest one of my big fears is that, you know, if I, you know, speak about anything with any emotion or show that I'm touched by something that I'll, I, it'll be an overdramatic thing because that's also one of the things my mother used to do too and God knows I don't want to be like her but uh, but you know what okay. I mean I, no yeah. I totally get it yeah. so being vulnerable like that yeah and and in some ways like on the podcast I don't have an issue with it because I don't see the other people right you yeah know, I, I see you guys you're right who I you know right. am confident with and, and for the most part but um, you know I but but like for everybody else there's always that thought that well, 
if I tell them this, then I'm always going to sound like I'm complaining. And if I'm always sounding like I'm complaining, then I'm always just going to Why does anybody want to be around me? Yeah. Exactly. Like the one that complains yeah. all the time. Because I hate being around people that complain all the time. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I know. I get it. But yet you'll be the one that all the complainers come to. Oh, yeah. It's such a... Yeah. It's such a... Uh, I see that as more of... <clears throat> a camouflage like more of a hiding yeah you know having those people that come to you and tell you about all of their problems gives you a lot of room to not have to share anything about yourself absolutely and the fact that you attract people who typically are very inwardly focused about themselves and not as focused about how they affect others yeah and that's just a natural person that will have the same qualities that will talk through a conversation whether you're participating or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. That's That's who you've surrounded yourself with. Yeah. So you so, don't have to look at your stuff and you don't have to share your stuff. Well, and when you yeah. do, a lot of times that personality will look at that as a burden to them. Right. Yeah. You know? Or, and then they'll have to figure out how to, you know deal with their relationship with you. Right. It's time to strap in for this week's deep dive. After you've been uh, attacked by the shark in the water and you've just come out of the hospital, yeah, but that mosquito really got me bad last week. <laughs> right. You know those you know those scenarios. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. uh and, Absolutely. It, and they couldn't wait to tell you about the mosquito while you were explaining why you've got all these staples and stitches. Right, and right. you could see right. that they weren't hearing you because they heard bite and they've got one to tell you about. Yeah. Well, and that's, <laughs> I, you know, where I, where I really struggle with that sometimes is on the other side of it is that oftentimes my relating to someone will traumatize them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're talking about, oh, my, you know, my dad used to put me in the closet if I were bad. Right. You know, I'm telling them, well, my dad put me in the trunk for four days in July in the middle of the country. Yeah. You know, and they wow. don't know how to oh, handle okay. that. Right. You and know, like, <laughs> are you relating with them? Are you one-upping them? Are you, you know, exactly. like, there's this thought and it, it's that. It's, it's that. Yeah. It's the, I don't want to one-up but I don't have a lot of little examples of shit. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I loved hanging out in my closet because no it one would safe. bother me. Right. I could shut the door. It right. You know safe. what I mean? They thought I was out of the house. Yeah. yeah. I was safe. And you couldn't tell them that either, this other person that either because right. then they think you're just dismissing them. It, yeah. Right. I right. mean, and there, it's, it's, it, I really struggle with that being able to share but what I have to share is hard to hear. Yeah. Because it was very hard to live through. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it, it. So a lot of my avoidance of sharing comes more from that. Yeah. Um, specifically around like my childhood and stuff. Yeah. You know about like what's going on in today's life. That's really just me. I think years and years and years of not sharing because there was nothing appropriate to share or allowed to share. Right. You know, that's just, that's part of me. I was trained to not 
share. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, so it's you just were not supposed very to much share. Reinforced. It was very much enforced. It was very much part of everything that was my life because I couldn't share. Right. Yeah. And then, like you said, when you do share something like that, when you've got somebody that doesn't have the contrast. Yeah. That seems so beyond what they can fathom. Yeah. They become uncomfortable. Right. And people who become Either uncomfortable. Either just pretend like avoid... it never happened. Right. <laughs> or, right. They're yeah. like, oh, that's nice. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah. makes it really hard to be, to be authentic, to have people know you. Yeah. To have people get you. Well, and the other thing that happens to me occasionally is, you know, I'll, it'll come up and I'll say something or whatever. And, you know, the other person will be like, you know, yeah, I've, I have a friend that's been through a really hard time like that, too. And it always takes me a while, but I will always typically go back to that person uh-huh. and ask them who, the friend who that is. friend is. It yeah. would be nice because to know them. Right. It would be nice to have somebody I could connect with. Yeah. Without feeling like my truth and is extreme is too extreme. Right. You know what I mean? And that's right. what it is. Is my the truth of what happened is too extreme. Like it doesn't feel um relatable. Right. Right. To most people. So to have somebody that I would have that connection with would be amazing. Yes. That would be amazing. There's a group, um, the very small group that I'm part of um, in Facebook, and it's people that have been experienced trafficking through the hands of their parents, basically. And occasionally, I'll reach out through there, um, you know, where it's good to see people experiencing similar things. Yeah. You know, and this is one of the big ones is, I mean, there, you've been trained to not talk about you. Right. right. You've been trained to redirect the conversation to the other person. Like, and it's not, it's, and it's reinforced, you know, physically, psychologically, uh, emotionally. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a, it's a big fucking thing and it, it screws with your head. Yeah. And then as an adult, to try to be vulnerable, you've got all of these, like, hiccups to being vulnerable. The damage has been done. Right. Right. And nobody wants to ride that train with you. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck really wants to work with you in just a friendship through getting through all that shit? You know what I mean? It doesn't equal the level of relationship. Like, I've done that work with my wife for years now. Yeah. Right? And it works really well now. Yeah. But a friend is not a spouse. You know what I mean? So the level of friendship to work through that with somebody just doesn't really exist. In my experience. Yeah. Well, and that kind of like, we do it to ourselves too, right? So. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah having that friend that you could trust in those things, then you're still thinking in the back of your mind, I can't share. I'll overwhelm them. They probably well, don't want thing, to do though, that work. So work. You're confusing my perception of them with my perception of myself. Like, I don't share. It has nothing to do with trusting them or not. Like, I just don't share. Because right. I don't believe that will happen. 
Not because I don't believe okay. that that person will do that. Right. I don't believe... It's it's like saying, I don't believe that, you know, there are leprechauns. Right. right? I don't... I do not believe it. Right. I do not believe that there is a friend who would ever be willing to do that. Versus whether you qualify or you qualify or right. you qualify. You absolutely. Know, it's, not, it's not that at all. It's in the head. It's, it's the head yeah, space. Absolutely. It's yeah. all in me. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it really hard to... It does. ...to develop any type of deeper relationship. Right. Because you don't believe... It can yeah. be deep. Yeah. yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Not, not in a way that I will be able to get there is yeah. really what it is. I don't have the confidence in myself... To be able to get there smoothly enough that somebody will be able to tolerate. Yeah. As I put quotes in the air. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So when you reach out on those groups, though, you haven't, have you made any type of like, I don't want to say deep connection because we know that you can't, you, no, you it's, aren't it's, there. It's more relating. But have you made relating. a connection? It's more relating. It's, it's more, more like I'm not the only one that experiences these four things together. Yeah. I'm not the only one that experiences these specific thoughts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's a lot about thoughts, honestly. It's a lot about what goes on in your head. Um, that's just not, it's not relatable to anybody that hasn't experienced, experienced. it. Yeah. yeah. That was actually like, you, you just brought that up. That's been part of my self-work for a while is and it granted this is this is the difficult piece right here because like I'm going to do this and I'm like I know okay. I hear it <laughs> but I, I anticipate you it know I know it. Yeah. you know but on my level you know like dealing with my own stuff it's the same it's the same process it's that relatableness you know we still and I don't know about you Lori but we all feel no matter what we've gone through that we can't relate you know like that there's yeah. nobody to relate to what we've gone through you know, because either they're, A, like you, Jason, have gone through something so much deeper, so you don't necessarily quite... I, so, like, I feel like my stuff would be trivial to you. You know what right. I mean? No, I do. I do. Yeah. Or too much for the other people in my life that, you know, haven't dealt with anything. that's the thing, no. is, is that that's, that's the other reaction. Yeah. Is that that shuts them down. Yeah. Because now anything they have to say is just like, you know, well... In comparison, you know what I mean, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, I can't. Re- I don't want to share with Jason because it shuts what down the relationship been altogether. Yeah. 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 Well, I stepped my toe once. <laughs> you know, like I right. was, I was locked in the trunk for four days. Well, I stepped my toe once. I mean, and that's really what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my foot's, my both of my feet have over a thousand fractures in them, and every toe and every finger I have has been broken on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I yeah, you stubbed your toe. I stubbed my toe. You know what I mean? And it's it's like there's the reaction to that uh-huh. is always that, uh, you know what I mean? Like, and you even said it. You know, you didn't want to say it, but it was there anyway. Right. Yeah. Like, and that's that's the reality I feel of just my life. I mean, I feel like that's where I've just accepted that it's going to be. And I know that there's a lot more work there, but yeah. it feels like there's just no way to do that work without 
another person. Having the opportunity to do it. Yeah. 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 And then believing in that opportunity. I was just going to say you know that. Because I, mean? I probably have yeah, you lots have... of people I could try to do this. With, right. Right. But it's the belief that there's any value in it. And that's what it, what all of this work comes down to. Anything that we do on a level of becoming more vulnerable, becoming more authentic, not just with ourselves, but with other people, uh, learning to trust, it's, we've got to believe it's worth doing. Yeah. We've got to believe we'll gain something from it. Because if you don't believe you're going to gain something from it, there's a lot of pain in the work. Yep. So why are you going to expose yourself to the pain if you don't believe there's going to be something good at the end of it? Right, right. It's, it really is, you know, having to do the work yourself, but not wanting to do it alone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really what a lot of it is, at least for me, you know. Yeah. And for me, it's the, a lot of, like, if I were to translate, like, what's happened in my relationship with my wife... For me, it's an enormous amount of validation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it, and that's really what it is for me. It's, I need the more validation, the easier it is. Yeah. So that mirror and that work for me is very important. Yeah. Because most of that work for me is trusting that the mirror is displaying an accurate image. Yeah. Right. Right. So... That's where a lot of that work happens for me. Yeah. Yeah, and as you say that, like, I know that I would probably be better at this if I felt like I was being validated. Right. Yeah. And I know that I have issues around asking for what I need. And I know that the issue is there because when I've asked for what I need before, people have run. And (laughs) so it's just this vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. And so, yeah, validation. I, and I do this. I think it all the time. Well, if, if they would just validate me, sometimes I would trust them, but I won't ask for it. Yeah. I will not ask for it. It's a total mindfuck. It really is. It is. It is. And then when I do ask for it, they don't validate me. And so, right. it, and so, so it reinforces real, everything. It's just, it yeah. really is. That, it, that continues to be the biggest struggle of mine is that it continues to be reinforced. Yeah. That it is too much. Yeah. I am too much. Yeah. It's not okay. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, it's too much to deal with. I'm too much to deal with. Yeah. That's, that's the, uh, that's what I feel. I'm too much. Yeah. I'm too much, so... I'm too much and I'm not worth it. I'm right. not worth it. Right. I don't have enough value yeah. for somebody that would invest that much because it's too much. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So it is a total mindfuck. Wicked. Buckle up for this segment of Off the Rails. So, uh, I I am the guy who is known to like be the counter of useless knowledge, you know, so all of these things. And so somebody somebody asked me a question about what something was called because it had to have a name. Uh, and I was like, I know this. So it's the little 
plastic thing around the end of your shoelace. Do you know what that's called? No. no. It's called an aglet. And so there's always a funny story that that's goes along with some of these That's a pretty name for things. something so simple. I know this because of a show called Phineas and Ferb. They actually made a song about this. I was watching it with my niece and nephew one day. And so they made a song about the aglet. And so yeah. that's how I know what this is. Oh, my God. So that led me down a rabbit hole. <laughs> and uh, so I've got, uh, I don't know, a, a few things that... Um, oh, I know what we're doing. Right. So we're gonna, I'm going <laughs> to give you the word. Right. And we got to figure out what they're supposed and to be. And you got to figure... And, and like these, I, I will give you hints, but... It's okay to call uncle because I look at these words and go, I have no freaking clue what half of them meant at all and could never have figured it out. I'm good with, with giving up. I don't have any issues. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. So you want me to just read the list now? Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, one that has, has come into to, uh, social consciousness fairly recently, so you might know this one, Petrichor. 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 Yes. Let's see. Petra would be like oil right yeah petro, petro that's what i'm thinking when i hear petro core yeah and then the core is it something in an engine or something like that you guys are so completely off are we oh uh, yeah yeah petra core petra core petra core does that have something to do with a pet nope nope all right, are we going to get our first? Well, you should lead with a hint. Yeah. Okay, so i should lead with <laughs> yeah you definitely yeah. got to so this is something that Depending on the time of year, we all experience. We experience oh, it more like the uh, euphoria, the spring, the summer, the and, fall. It, and it is brought through one of our senses. Oh. Say the word again. Petrichor. Is it like temperature? Nope. It's the feeling of temperature. Petrichor. Although I think that's on there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Maybe the smell of the air? spores in the air? It's it's the smell. You've got yep. that and you're very close to the... Oh, yeah. Petra. Okay. The smell of the earth? Yeah. After a specific... After rain? Oh, after, after rain. a storm. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the smell of rain? That clean greenish aroma when, may, uh, when raindrops hit the dry ground, that's... Petrichor. Oh, okay. Uh, it's... I have so many fond <clears throat> memories of that in the city. Yeah, like when it hits on those the concrete. Super hot days and it would rain and the smell. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I have a lot of really fond memories. So, um, some of these have like longer things than others, but the it's from the Greek Petra, meaning stone, and Iker, meaning the blood of the gods and goddesses. Oh, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, I took Latin, not Greek. Right, fair enough. The term was coined by two Australian researchers in 1964, but became better known in 2011 when it popped up in an episode of one of my favorite shows, Doctor Who. Oh. Ah, yeah. Petrichor. Petrichor. I knew I recognized the word. Right. So we're gonna go into. Oh, that's right, because you you watch Doctor Who. Oh, I can't believe you forgot about Doctor Who. Yes, yes that's yeah. right. Petrichor. Petrichor. This next one. Okay. Is a part of the body. Oh. Mm. It's the glabella. glabella. The glabella. The glabella. The glabella. I'm trying to make this as, as wonderful it as it is. It sounds beautiful. It does. Glabella. Is it something gross, though? No, no, no. It really isn't gross Is it gross like a new sphincter that they found <laughs> somewhere? I don't think they're going to find any glabella. new sphincters. <laughs> is it the thing in you the back know. of your throat? No, that's the uvula. Huh? Glabella. 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 Is it something to do with the belly? Nope. Is it a part of everyone's body? Everyone has this. Okay. 
The color or shade of your skin? Nope. The glabella. The glabella. Is it something in the mouth? Because we have funny little things nope. connecting things. No. Is it the inner ears? Something in the inner ears. Nope. You're in the right area. Okay. Something in the brain. <laughs> nope. It's something that everybody sees when you look at another person. Unless you're blind, then you don't see it at all. But, you know. Something that everybody sees. So yep. something in the eye. Closer. Eyebrow, eyelash. Very close with the eyebrow. Okay. Is it the little lines it's between the nose the and the little, eyebrows there? It's, the... it's w w where your unibrow would be if you, uh -huh. if you didn't tweeze or you didn't shave. So it's really? this area I, right I here. I was lost on that one. And so what it, it, it's called the glabella, and it's actually named after the, the, the bone that is underneath it. And so that's called the glabella. Okay. Yeah, so glabella. Glabella wow. sounds pretty. Right? It, sounds like a little ballerina. It does. It does yeah. I can think of all things that <laughs> don't have anything to do with that part of your body. Uh, so for the next one, we'll, we'll, we'll stay with that theme. This is your, ac and uh, again, pronunciation, I have no idea, acnestis. And it's another part of your body, acnestis. Your acnestis. Something to do with your neck? You're very close in that area, yeah. Is it the double chin? <laughs> nope. We called it the gobble gobble. No. Yeah, the turkey neck. <laughs> the turkey neck. Um, is it is it when you say something and the spray that comes out? Nope. It's another part. Oh, that that would be gleeking. Oh. Okay. <laughs> gleeking. I, I don't know what the spray is called, but uh, maybe it's called a gleek. <laughs> See, I told you, useless knowledge right here. Got so, it all. Agnestus. Agnestus. The vibration of your vocal cords. No, nope. it's an actual body part. Oh. Ready for a hint? Yeah. yeah. This is actually someplace that a good portion of the population can't actually touch on themselves. Back of your throat? Mm -mm. But we can't touch it? So is it that Most place people. in between the shoulder blades? It is. Oh, I can touch that. It is. Yeah, I can too. So like, I don't really think about that, but they're like, well, you know, 90% of the population is like, huh. okay. Um, we need to practice more yoga apparently as a population so yeah, we right? can scratch our own. Well, and I so guess. many people I'm have injuries. This... I've had a doctor tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people have injuries and they're stiff. And yeah. a lot of men are very stiff. Men tend to be more stiff, I think, because women give birth. But women have to be limber for a while anyway. Right. So they're childbearing years. But I know a lot of my guy friends come like this far from that. They, they oh, yeah. And I don't know if it's the muscle. Part of it or is not the enough. musculature. Yeah. Of your of your and and then the continued use of uh, your shoulder. Being, yeah. You know, rotator cuff. Rotator yeah. cuff. That's the word I was looking for. So we're gonna go back to a word that's closer to uh, the petrichor. Okay. Okay. Oh, where is it? And that was. Oh no! Right? Oh no! I thought it was that one, and it's not. Ah, there it is. Apricity. 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 And this was actually not used that long ago in, in nomenclature, but it is fallen out of use from like the 1930s and 40s. And it's a body part? Apricity. And it's it's something like, like a petrichor. It is, is it something that you experience. It is something from your senses. Observing the, okay. the beautiness around you? Nope. Is it people that don't like to get dirty? No. It's something that you experience through. You know, your like a little press or something, no? Oh yes. <laughs> Prissity. Uh, let's see. You experience it through your senses? Yeah. Do you smell it? No. Do you taste it? <laughs> this is like twenty one questions at this point. Would you yeah. like you feel it on your skin? Oh, okay. Goosebumps. Oh, is it aspiration? Nope. A aspiring, like when you feel moisture on your skin? Nope. Something like that should probably not have such a really pretty word for it because I don't like that. Feeling you at feel all. it on your skin, a cool breeze. 
You're very much closer to where you're supposed to be for that one. Yeah. I have. Uh, you you got me on this one. The air, uh, you feel it on your skin. Yeah. yeah. You feel it through your skin. Yeah. Through your skin. skin. Yeah. So we feel. Is it the water, air, heat? It is the temperature. It's not quite the temperature. It's the warmth of the sun on a cold day. Oh, how uh, pretty. Isn't that really? Yeah. Adversity. Really, yeah. That is a nice one. Yeah, that matches what it actually is. Right? So let's talk about language a little bit. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, what's a tittle? A tittle? A tittle. It's a little tittle. Um, it's just a little tittle. A question. <laughs> a tittle. Nope. Is it a lie? Uh, it is It is something that anytime we write, we use. So it's a it's a part of like a symbolism type thing. Oh. We write, we... So is it our way of writing? No nope. way we dot the I. It is the dot on the I. Yeah. And the dot on the J is called a tittle. Nice. Yep. Why didn't we learn that when we were learning I, cursive? I think I did learn that. Did somewhere. you? Yeah. I you know that one sounded a little familiar to me too, but I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm not really sure that that actually is a thing or if it must just yeah. to have an easy one. Right? What? No. No, these are it. Um, <laughs> this one God. I actually knew. This is brain power. I yeah. Know, right? Grolix. And again, this is in the same the same thing. It's about it's about writing and symbolism and, and Grolix. You know, so it's Grolix. Is it the is it something like that you can do over and over and over again, like a J? No, but that's Or like the cool. eight. Yeah, no. It's not that? No. Is it the space that you use in the lettering that you write? Nope. It, and it's not the form of what you use, the personalized Grolic? Nope. This is something that usually... You, I, you, you usually don't use this yourself, unless... You know, you happen to be typing something out, but it uh, it is it is often something that you will see uh, either in a book or in like a graphic novel, you know, or a comic book type thing. Oh, is it the thing that holds the no the little balloon that holds the writing? No, no, no. Oh, what about like the exclamations? Like, the, oh wow, pop. oh making it bigger and close. more expressive. Ah, yeah, that was close. I thought you had it. I thought so too. Like I was, I was my really brain excited. is mush. Um, so sorry. So you'll see it in the balloons. Yeah, and, and it's, it's very close to like the wow exclamations. There are exclamation points in yeah. that, definitely. Is it is the it... punch? The bam, boom. It's when a person swears and they have those symbols. Oh, okay. Uh, That's called Grawlix. Yeah. That's called Grawlix. Okay. Yep. Oh my God. I know, right? So again, with the the language, the the written language. Okay. Griffinage. Gryffindor. I keep thinking Gryffindor. That that right. part, it went Gryffindor, Gryffindor, Gryffindor in my head right. three times when you said that. That's the first thing that well, not three times. Is it like the thing. type of writing? It is. Um, I can give you a hint, but I know that as soon as I do, Jason, you'll get it. That's okay. You read it like with a quill? Nope. Okay. All right. Doctors are notorious for this. Oh, scribbles. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. So you can't see it. Right. It is an eligible writing is actually yeah. that has yeah. a word, a name for it. And what it. is it again? It's called Griffinage. Griffinage. Yeah. 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 yeah, there's an actual system to that. I don't know what it is, but I do know that it's it's a thing. Right. Do they do it on purpose so that you can't like oh, well, steal their prescription to, pads well, that and stuff? It used to be part of it. Yeah. Uh, the I mean Prescription pads don't exist anymore. Right. All of but, them yeah. don't but, exist anymore. Right. Yeah. But that's yeah. probably why it began or something. That's originally was yeah. as a as a theft prevention. Yep. Right. Because they they're writing like you know how 
you know how um, do you know how stenographs work? Mm-hmm. Like when you're in a courtroom and they're typing. Yes. They don't have full keyboards. They have symbols. Yeah. And then they take those symbols and then they have to put them into words at a right. later time. And that's when they they do that. So it's similar to that actually. The doctors write using oftentimes symbols. Okay. In addition to words. And then the pharmacist is able to, you know, transcribe them. Right? Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's like a shorthand. Yeah, no, they've tried so many things to keep people off drugs. Yeah. And right. It doesn't work. Niggledy wiggly. Niggledy wiggly? Niggledy wiggly. Niggledy wiggly. Yeah. Is that like a. Tell us what that. Yeah, like body so, part. Right? A niggly wiggly <clears throat> is something that you have seen as a child. It comes. On something that you consume, right? It's not edible, not really. But you consume it. You, you don't consume it. it. Comes on something that you consume. A banana peel? Nope. So if it comes on something that it's some sort of packaging. Kids love it. Is some sort of packaging? Yes. And kids love mm. it. Yep. The packaging? No, they is they, it they like love the, the thing inside. The wax in the wax bottles? No. No, but that's, yeah. I loved that as a kid. I used to chew that. Those lips and those soda bottles. Um, Yay, the feeling of wax. mm -hmm. Thinking about it now, it's not my My parents thought it was so gross, Uh, but I loved it. The straw to a pixie stick? Nope. Oh, I like that. That's close. Moving in those wonderful directions. Yeah. Okay, so it's called a niggly wiggly. It's called a niggly wiggly. It comes on something that you consume. Yeah. It's some sort of packaging. Kids love what's inside of it. It's part of a packaging, yeah. Is it a peanut? Nope. Like a packing peanut? Nope. Trying to think of There's like usually writing stuff. on it. The most famous examples there's Cracker Jacks on. have no, that's just a damn box. Right. Like the wrapping around a like a Snickers bar or something? Oh, you're getting much closer now. We're getting there. The wrapper around the Snickers bar. Yeah. Is it part of that? It's candy. So you're 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 it like is candy. candy. So like So is it there. the cellophane off from like the hard candy that nope. the niggly wiggly? Mm. Nope. And Snickers bars are made out of what? It's like a it's sort of like Nugget. a shiny and chocolate. Yeah. Oh, it's made out of So yep. Well, Again, we... these are the best examples. It's making me hungry. I'm I know, right? Bad. Right, I'm thinking of candy bars. Um maybe. I'm thinking of malt balls because I love them. Niggly wiggly. Um, I, give us a Okay. Uh, uh, the producer, the largest producers of these in the world is based in the United States in Pennsylvania. Okay. Hershey Kisses? Yeah. Yep. The wrapper of the, the little Hershey thing Kisses? That's it's the little, the paper the little from paper. the wrapper of the Hershey, Hershey Kisses. Kisses. Holy yep. crap. I know, wow. right? It's called a niggly wiggly. Niggly wiggly. Yep. Are there any racist relationships in that word? Uh, it's apparently, um, not according to what I read, and okay. it's it's not actually on my list. I was just like, curious. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like niggly is actually from the the word to niggle or to pester or to um you know to like what's the word for it like henpeck somebody. Yeah, that's where that comes okay. from. And wigglies because the paper is wiggly. Right, right. Yep. So that is huh. it. That's crazy. I know. Wow. Right. Um, I'm still gonna call it the paper. Right. I'm still not gonna eat them. <laughs> you don't you like don't them, eat them, right? <sighs> Do one more. Paresthesia. We're back to the body again, okay? Paresthesia. Par- paresthesia. Mm-hmm. Paresthesia. And it's a body part. It's not a body part. It just has to do with the body. It's something that you would feel. It's when you feel bugs crawling on your skin. 
fairly fairly yeah i mean it's it's technically the like the pins and needles that you feel yeah. like when you're when yeah. you're stuffed oh yeah. when you go to sleep when you, when you yeah, when stuff, like yeah yeah absolutely okay. well that was quick yeah one more yeah Quin, quincunx quincunx hey i know this word <laughs> that's when there are two bitches in a room at the same time <laughs> and then two more walk in right? it goes from twin to quint yeah <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to share this one because you know, yeah. it just sounds dirty, right? It does, but I swear I've heard it before. I swear I have. Yeah. Um, so give us a hint. Okay. Uh, so Quinn means five. Right. Oh, and I only said four. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So Quinn Kunks. So it has to do. It has. <laughs> I mean, that one's just funny you to should say. should get it right. Only add another so person. The five starred. <laughs> <clears throat> Vagina? No. Is that what we're talking about? Five stars. Five stars. This is five star vagina. Will, you will find a lot of these in Nevada. In Nevada. Yeah. Oh, cactuses? No. Oh. No. Having to do with five. Well, we find can a lot go of these back things. to the prostitutes. Yeah. Right? I mean, Nevada is known for yes, prostitution. Absolutely. Maybe in the it's desert. a sexual position where you have five women. Right. No. And Quinn. <laughs> Maybe there's one guy named Quinn. Right? So he named shows up. Quinn. Right. He shows up. I mean, that's a lot of movies have been based yeah. on much less. That, that, that is. That no, is. So, no, it sounds like a all. soap opera. It sounds like you're writing a soap uh, opera. Right, and we can call it Quinn Kunks. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I jeez, Quinn Kunks. Quinn Kunks. Usually they usually come in, in a pair. You usually, if you see them, you find a pair of quincunks, and that makes you fairly happy, but not as happy as other things. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, like I'm really I mean, milking you're this. You're only one. getting one place here. Yeah. We're well, talking I mean, about a prostitute. No. I mean, they are never as good as they <laughs> advertise that they're gonna be. You're and only... they always get the wrong photo. Okay. They always get the wrong photo. Yeah. 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 Let me tell you. Don't even bother. Oh, jeez, I love it. I I love it. I think you're only getting to one place. <laughs> oh, that could be. Right. <laughs> I could be. However, um, in your shoes, I probably would be doing the same thing. So, you know, it's okay. What about shoes? No. Is it a pair of shoes? No. You find more of these in, like, Nevada. Nevada is a big place for And them. if you find a pair of them, dice? Yes, but part of it. Dice, they clunk. Oh, uh, so gambling, um, uh, what are they called? Craps. You shoot for craps, right? Yeah. Well, you yeah. can if it's, you want to. Is it the thing that you pull the dice back with? It's actually the the formation of the five on the dice. Oh my god! I know, like there was, the, oh. but like you guys were. I just, it was such a fun oh one. I had to put god. it in. Wow. Welcome to my exhausting world. You know what? I, I want to know who close. comes up with that. Let's call the formation of the five on this die Quincunks. Right, and um, I'm not <laughs> yeah. deciding five on a die yeah. even a name. Right, because you know? it's just a five on a damn die to me. Right, right. Someone wants to call it so something. So Quincunks. I just, just so that we can say it okay. one more time. Quincunks. Yeah. Quincunks. There was no N in there. That was my problem. Mm. I thought there was an N. Right? There is. C-U-N-X. Kunks. Yep. Kunks. Quinn Kunks. All right. right. There was no T. I thought right. the X was a T. Right. Yes. Yes. There was no T. 
And I love tea. <laughs> you always have it. That's why you were stumped. There was no That's tea. Right. There was no tea, and all I could hear was a T. Yeah. Right. But it was an X. Yes. But X sometimes sounds like two different letters, right? It does, yeah. It does. Absolutely. Yeah. Neither one of a T. But right. No. No. So so welcome to the rabbit holes that I go down when I am. You know. Well, those were some good ones. Yeah, yeah. Knowledge that we will never retain. Right, exactly. I don't even remember what the first one I was. I don't either. Right? I don't either. Cause... The only one that I'll probably remember is Quincunx, just yeah. because, you know. Because we made such an ordeal Such an that. ordeal over it, yeah, absolutely. And the Niggly Wiggly is an easy one to remember. Yep. It's just yeah, that piece remember. of paper. I forgot that one already. Yeah. So, tell well, because you, you don't eat them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we... We won't go there. Oh, God. We've lost it. Jesus. He's now hyperventilating. Do you need a bag? I, 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 I made the comment without thinking about it. It was the look on your face, Jason. <laughs> The way his eyes kind of went up, rolled around, man. Good lord. Okay. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, you can always reach out to us through our Facebook page at Stumbling Through Enlightenment. Follow us on Twitter at Stumbling, T-H-R-O-U-2. Go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally. That is stumblingthroughenlightenment.squarespace.com. You can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.